Hello, folks out there. This episode of the podcast is partnered by Audible. Greg, you know what I love about Audible? What do you love about Audible, I don't have to pick up a book anymore and carry it around with me. In fact, I carry it around in my phone, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They literally keep thousands of titles right on your phone, accessible at any time, when you're driving, when you're cooking, when you're mowing the lawn, changing a diaper, doesn't matter. It's all right there at your fingertips, John. They've got podcasts, they've got lectures, they've got some like health and wellness and like fitness series on there that if you just are looking for something to fill that gap, like you're not getting into a book right now, it's all there for you, man. If you're a member, Greg, what's cool about it is you get three titles per month. The first one, you can pick whatever you want. Like I've said, I'll probably start hitting up some of those health and wellness books. And then what's awesome is they have two Audible exclusives exclusives folks you can't get it anywhere else it's true that is very true so if you guys want to get on the audible train you can go to audibletrial.com slash j-a-t-g that stands for johnny and the greg hook yourself up with a 30-day free trial no promises no nothing if you don't like it which i can't imagine you're not going to like it um it, you can cancel at any time but the great thing about that is the books you get during your free trial or if at any time those books are yours like you get to keep them you can listen to them non-stop anytime all the time sounds like a deal to me man so if you guys are smart like i know you guys are because you already listened to this podcast sign yourself up guys what do you got to lose it's 30-day free trial yeah. and it's books it's knowledge you gotta drink it up it is so one more time, it is audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G. You know, Greg, I always want to come up with some sort of catchy beginning, but I can never, never come to it. Oh, that's a good one. You know, we just turn on the radio voice and be like, hey, everybody, welcome to the podcast. Right. Yeah, exactly. Greg, introduce yeah. us. Who's the who's the stranger? We oh, haven't had a guest joint. in quite some time. It's been quite some time. And our our we've been trying to get this chef on. He keeps rescheduling, but. We love him because he's got good reasons for it. But uh, we are, are welcoming back our buddy Ken. Uh, and I ran into Ken. It was one of those post-COVID, oh, my God, I haven't seen you in so long kind of conversations. And we were just like in a parking lot. He's sitting in a van. And I'm like, his kids are just like, are we going to go soon? <laughs> uh, I'm just like, dude, I got to get you back on the podcast. So um, yeah. kind of following up our summer movie preview which we did uh which i am now coming back from one of those movies that i said i really wasn't crazy about and i just saw it today were you crazy about um it? uh still um cruella it was cruella oh, okay. um so we can get into that in a second but what we're really going to get into today is i and i love talking about this and i wasn't sure how to quite phrase it but these are movies that just absolutely tanked and a lot of people hate, but we just love them. So movies okay, we right. love to hate or no, not movies. We love to hate Pe movies. People hate that. We love something along those lines, but, uh, I'm trying to think of a clever way to say it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 
But I hope you guys understand. So Greg broke down categories, and this is where I struggled, but I saw Ken had notes because I don't think I've actually seen a comedy that tanked that I loved. I couldn't think of one. Oh. Huh. I, I'm almost my, guarantee you have, but... My problem wasn't, wasn't finding one uh, that critically was panned. My problem was finding one that didn't become a cult classic. Yes, that's what that I'm talking about. Jump well, on. yeah. So just to let the people know, I did set up a couple parameters and I wanted it to be, it had to have a Rotten Tomatoes score of like 50% or or less, right? which was hard to do. And some of the ones that I'm like, well, that I know that didn't do well at the box office. And I look it up and I'm like, it's at a 52%. Man, no, got to leave it off. So yeah. Yeah. So who wants to go first? We would. Well, I think we can go through by category because. I'm pretty sure there's going to be some conversation around these. So the first category that I had come up with is action. Uh, So this got a little back and forth because some of the action, you know, some of the movies that I saw and like the first one on my list could very easily fit into like sci-fi fantasy, but I put it in action. Right. So I will go first. Uh, I love, unabashedly love the fifth element. Bruce really? Willis, that, Mina that was considered bad. Oh yeah, people hated that film. The Luke, I mean, Lupus song, it was so weird. What was the uh, What was the tom- tomato? Uh, you know what? I had to bring that up because I'm shocked. I, I thought that was a classic. That's a cult classic. Uh, but it didn't do well. Uh, you're right, and and a lot of the things that I think I came up with are cult classics. Okay. But 70, well, terms, see, on Rotten Tomatoes, it's my it's seventy one percent. See, ah, so uh, that doesn't count. Maybe I'm breaking my own rule. Yeah, um, I thought I saw it. It was like forty eight. I think you hoped it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, I tried to look all these up as I did. Yeah, me too. I wrote I wrote my percentages down. So um, I should have. I should have. I didn't. I was gonna because of my little. I'm using Google Keep for notes. Yeah, and. uh I thought about putting little parentheses in there, and I'm having, I'm failing my spelling test here. Ken, while Greg gets his uh, assignment together, what, what's yours, bud? Well, my number one, and I and I know I just checked this, eighteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes, was a Cobra starring Sylvester Stallone. Oh yeah, I love that movie. I love I that movie. I remember that movie. Yeah, yeah, okay. That, not uh, bad. That's uh, not bad. Dude, they have a great bad guy in there. They really do. They really do. Yeah. Underrated storyline. I think, you know, when you're talking about uh, bikers gone bad, you know, we had a ton of those shows and movies come out about 10 years after. I think Cobra was ahead of its time is what it comes down to because it really hit big afterwards. But, uh, you know, in the mid-80s, they just weren't buying it. But uh, what was his name? Uh, Buster Stallone or the bad guy? uh, The bad guy. Brian Thompson was the the right. big yeah. the big the big, big Australian guy, I believe. Yeah, and he had the knife with the spikes and the. Yeah, I love. Yeah, that absolutely. Movie. That's a good movie. I don't. I don't know. I really don't. I maybe maybe Sylvester Stallone wanted to do a pet project with his then at the time girlfriend or wife. Right, Bridget Nielsen. Yeah, so it was probably to show more her acting chops to move forward versus anything else. Which no, make no mistake, she was the most forgettable thing about that that movie. Yeah, and, of and, course, and Sly's a movie star. 
And Sly's a movie star. He was full swagger and he was full, you know, talking, giving one liners and doing his thing. But, man, I loved it. Didn't didn't the bad guy, like, he had, they wanted it to look like chainmail, but it was more like a a crocheted tank top kind of deal. Yeah, the the costumes were a little, like, the the leather wasn't really leather. It was more like pleather and a little shiny, a little S&M as opposed to a a biker gang. But didn't Sly have a flat cap in that? Like this? No. Uh, was that Cobra or was that? I thought he had it in that. Maybe I'm wrong. It might have been. No, you you, you might be right. Or did he chew down a match, right? Chew down a match. Yes, chew down a match. Yeah. And I think there was, no, because that's right. Him and uh, Rennie Santori, his his partner, his sidekick, definitely yes. had a flag cap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. He right. might have been one point too. All right, that was good. I like that one. Greg, did you find another one, or you? Want I me did. To I, I actually find because I had a couple, uh, a couple backups in yes, case. Of course, the the conversation led to it. Um, kind of the same, actually, in the same kind of biker movie uh, genre is Stone Cold. Yes, that is a fantastic movie. Brian Brian Bosworth. We've got the 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 pet Komodo dragon or whatever it was. Yeah. Hang on one second, Greg. Uh, Ken, are you getting like disruption from Greg every time he talks? I am. Yeah. I, I think yeah. Adjust your mic a little bit. Yes. But Greg is absolutely right. Stone cold was a awesome movie. I remember that. Yeah. That was full on Bosworth with his, uh, his mullet his his, his flavored. Mullet. Yeah. How he fed that lizard in the beginning. Oh, Greg, we can't hear you at all. Nope, now we lost you completely. Yeah. How about now? Now we got you. Okay, yeah, he was walking through in his BVDs feeding a giant lizard. Yes, and Chains. Chains is the bad guy. Yeah. (laughs) Lance Henriksen. Yes, who was the guy? It's the first time I ever saw him as a quote-unquote bad guy. He was the the second lieutenant, the guy that didn't trust the new guy that ended up like, what was his name? You know what I'm talking about? He was also in Out for Justice. He was the bad guy. Anybody well, see Bobby Lupo? William Forsyth? Are you talking about? Yes, William that's him. Yeah. Yes, that's okay. him. Yes. God, that guy's a good bad guy. He is a good bad guy. Just yeah. a good guy. He was. He's one of my American Me is one of my favorite movies, and he was he was great in that. Yeah, yeah, good one, Greg. All right, I got one that I think blows you guys all away. I think you both will not like it, but I loved it. I Every time it's on TV, I still watch it. It is the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, that is a 4%. I think I got you guys both beat. For, not that it's competition, for but I reason. love the movie. That was, I thought it was great. Really? Had a good time with it. Wow. Yes, okay. absolutely. All right, yeah, sure. Had, had I not, you know, if you don't know anything about the history of the different characters and 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 the the comic the graphic yeah. novel that it came from then yes i can see it it's it's a pretty good movie it's not bad unfortunately if you know the the source material it just it, it lets you down yeah yeah why yeah, it really does it made me read the source material and i thought they were both fine but i i guess that's what happened i read the move i saw the movie first then read the graphic novel so that's probably Always I didn't like the, the sequels first. I didn't like the sequels. Yeah. I agree. Is there a sequel? I don't think so. I think there's a sequel to the graphic novel. Oh, to the graphic novel. Oh, to yes, the graphic novel. Yeah. But no, we saw his hand pop out at the end, but I don't think yeah. he's coming back. No, no, no. All right, Greg, you're up. 
All right, for my second one on the list, uh, I almost want to double check this now to make sure that I'm not breaking <laughs> my own rules. Uh, is Predator Two? Oh, really? With Danny with Glover. Danny Glover. Danny Glover, Gary Busey. Yeah. Uh, I believe, and my computer's moving slow, but uh, yeah, thirty percent is what I got. Oh, okay. really? I didn't yeah. like that movie. I thought that movie was shit. Oh, I loved it. I really? Thought it was, I you thought loved it, was it more than Predator? I thought it was on par. I liked them both equally. Wow. I thought I Danny Glover was a I thought that was a great <laughs> sequel to see the, you know, the urban jungle predator coming through. And then of course at the end where Danny Glover's in the ship and we see the trophy case, and that's the first time ever that we cool. know that aliens and predator yeah. existed. There were cool parts to it. Yeah, but I didn't cool think parts. it you know what was weird? That was a weird time where the bad guys always seemed to be some Rastafarian guy. Yeah, Rastafarian guy. That was like right at the time with Mark for Dead came out with Steven Seagal, and he was taking on the Rastafarian like gang members or something like right. that. Yeah, that was the first time. It's like I just kept seeing every movie I watched, it had a Rastafarian as the bad guy, and they were all in their sure. voodoo stuff, their Haitian voodoo <laughs> stuff. And I was like, what's going on? King Willie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good yeah. job. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Uh, I think in Mark for Death it was Screw Face. Yeah, yeah. I can't. What do you got? Uh, not not a four percent, but I got a ten percent. Uh, at Wing Commander. Oh sure, with Freddie Prince Jr. With Freddie Prince Jr. I I why, and let me let me let me clarify. I had a I had a bit of a crush on Saffron Burroughs at the time. Oh, who didn't? I mean, right. On. So seeing her in there, I just, I, I kind of liked the movie. And, and this was one movie where I thought Matthew Lillard was a little less Matthew Lillard. Matthew, yeah. Matthew Lillardy. Yeah. Um, I was a huge fan of the Wing Commander video game series. And they were the first, the first one I know of that did almost, that did live action, like a, on a full green screen, but they had live actors. And Freddie Prince Jr., uh, his character um, was played by Mark Hamill. So he was older, but it was like Mark Hamill being this character. And I freaking loved the game. And so I'm like, this is going to be great. And then I saw the movie. I'm like, I think my roommate played that. I think my roommate played that. Played Wing Commander? Yeah. I saw one. I played it on a 3DO system, which no one ever remembers. No. I remember him only as a paperweight. Yeah, yeah, it was the game. The game was cool. I liked it. Yeah. What do you got, John? All right. Well, this was a movie that I heard nothing but horrible reviews on. It had two, three actors I loved in it, and I watched it and thought, "This is good." I don't know what the problem is. It was the Avengers, the ones with uh, <laughs> Ralph Fiennes, Ralph Fiennes, and and Thurman and, as yeah. the secret agents, not the Marvel Avengers, the right. original Avengers. Um, I love the movie. It's a five percent on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. but I loved it. I thought it was great. Sean, Con- Sean Connery being like a weather wizard kind of yeah, bad yeah. guy. Yeah, I thought it was fun. I had a fun time watching it. I remember I, my family was going to the movies, and I was like, "We need to see this movie," and we all went, and it was so bad. And my dad was like, "Good pick, Greg." <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. I could. I. I. I, I will. Fully admit, I I had no, I lost interest about a quarter of the way through. 
Yeah. And I wasn't a fan of the original show either. I mean, a buddy of mine. Yeah, I didn't even know it was an original show. And I, I, tr- I couldn't get into that either. It was a little But I too- think I might have fell into the trap where I didn't know anything about it. So when I watched it, I had zero expectations. Yeah. Mm. And I think when you go in there into any movie where you have absolutely zero expectations, you never really walk out of there going, well, all right. Was Why, it, was it Uma Thurman? Was she the female yeah. lead? Uma Thurman, Thurman and Cassie. Uma Thurman Ray Fines as Emma Peel and, and John Steed. Yeah, um, but it, but then I I loved Kingsman, right? So I, oh, yeah, Kingsman was great. It was very yeah. similar in 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 its storytelling and in its. But maybe maybe story. the Avengers there was before it's they what they weren't ready for it. Maybe maybe I maybe I say the big difference is that Kingsman is good and Avengers was bad. But. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what you got, Greg? All right. Next up, uh, we talked about this. I actually like this movie in this series, this franchise that just needs to die. Uh, it's got 37% on the tomato meter, and it is Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not on board for any of those. Yeah. I, 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 it, was, it took me a while. I had to go back to it a bunch of times, but I, I, it grew on me. It's Which one? Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift. I, I like. I like Fast and the Furious. The one I don't like. The one I like least is the uh, Too Fast, Too Furious. Uh, but I, the rest of them I kind of like. But Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Fast, too, all right. If I'm good. If I'm being out of all the Fast <laughs> and Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious is actually the worst one. It is. It, it, it doesn't make it. The only thing it did it was gave uh, Tyrese Gibson something to do because this is all he does now. You know, yeah, these Fast really and Furious is. movies. Um, the only one I actually like was I think the I don't know which one it's called. I don't even know where it fits into the the mythology, but it's uh, it's the one where they're dragging the two safes all over Brazil at the end. Yeah, that's uh, that's Fast Five. Is that five or six? It's five or six. It's one of the <laughs> Fuck if I, I know, lost but, track. Yeah, totally lost track. Yeah, I I like Tokyo Drift because it was it was different from what they were putting out before. And to yeah. me, it's a great laundry folding film where you're just folding laundry in front of the TV. And I thought you were gonna like it because of the Hulk car. No, I think that a Hulk car is stupid. But the other ones I like the big foot sticking out the back. You're like, eh. but okay, Ken, what do you got? Uh. This one is one that I always hear people complain about. I've never had a good conversation with somebody, but I love the movie The Thirteenth Warrior. It's thirty-three percent. Oh God, okay. yes. Okay, it's a good movie. movie. It's a good movie. Yeah, I yeah. love that movie. Well, Book was way better, of course, but yeah, but I, I, just, I yeah, just watched it the other day. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I think yeah. the only I thing I can remember on The Thirteenth Warrior is when he's they show that montage of him l- starting to pick up what they're saying. And then all of right. a sudden he all right. up. That was pretty cool. That was that. pretty cool. The way they did that. Yeah. I love the, the way they, 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 you know, Viking lore is always kind of fun to watch. And, yeah. and the more hair I grow, the more I feel like a Viking. So I like watching them fight. I, the scene at the end where Bolvi, the leader is like, kind of, he's been poisoned. He's dying. And, he says kind of the Viking prayer and when he slams his sword down and the thunder crack happens at the same time, you're like, wow, that's great. Dude, in the book, when that guy was dying, 
in the book they explain that he had uh he had sex with three virgins before he finally passed away so this dude's oh. dying and he decides to you know go out as like you him. do right yeah okay i mean if you're gonna go go in style i guess yeah. right yeah yeah yeah. Okay. So this is when the the we're gonna start getting to the point where Greg had all these categories out, and I'll be honest, I looked at I looked at the categories and I struggled with it because of two reasons. Number one, it was Memorial Day, and I didn't want to do a lot of homework. Number two, <laughs> I just didn't feel like a lot of the the genres. Um, I felt like I. I just feel like I liked comedy. Like if one of them is going to be comedy coming up, and I didn't feel like there was any comedy out there that I love that nobody else lo- didn't like. You know what I'm saying? Did I say that okay. right? No. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to go from I'm um, the lowest score I have on my tomato reader and keep Wait, going forward. Are so you going into the comedy, comedy section? No, I'm not have... going into comedy. Okay. So what I'm saying is I have a bunch of movies here, but they're not in any type of certain oh, section here so you're gonna okay. have to live with that greg it's gonna genre so, so pick, pick an action one then an action one last, all right yeah this yeah, one this one i have no idea why it bombed i was excited for the universe to begin and i thought it was a great first one and that was the tom cruise the mummy i love that movie tom cruise is the mummy oh the dark yes. yeah the dark yeah. universe the dark yeah universe the dark mummy. universe i was so excited Russell Crow is for that to go. yeah and i thought it was great I think I think they tried too hard to to create a world that they missed out on enjoying the movie itself. I think I that was too much world building. <laughs> yeah, that that was that was me. Yeah. I think because the first you know with Brendan Fraser when they did the Mummy, it was just we don't even know if there's going to be a second one. So right. we just it was a one. And it, and well, it should be fun. I, I think it should be more less horror and more more fun when mm-hmm. you're talking those old school monsters you think it should be less horror yeah i think i think taking taking those guys too seriously and i know i mean i I, if that's what they wanted to do that's what they wanted to do but for me it'd be more enjoyable to have it be a little more lighthearted. okay i'm not saying the stooges in there or anything but right right. yeah i hear you laurel and hardy meet the mummy yeah um i was disappointed in that movie that we didn't actually figure out what the heck tom cruise was at the end he was set what does that mean? Like we would have to have seen sequels. Yeah. And that's just it. We missed out on that. So, right. well, I mean, okay. I mean, you could say the same thing for every other Marvel movie. If they just stopped at You're the first crazy. Avengers, you'd be like, who's the purple ah. grimace guy. But they didn't. Right. They didn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my last action, which has 37%. Uh, the '90s classic Roadhouse. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? That you didn't like it? Oh, I love it. No, 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 no. It was well, Rotten Tomatoes people, didn't like it. No, like it, it's it's panned critically oh as my being God. just a big ball of shit. Really? But right. I like. I could. It. I I haven't met one guy out there that has not liked Roadhouse. Yeah. The small guy who comes in and kicks ass. How do you not? The same the reason for Goodwill Hunting, philosopher right? Yeah. That dancing in. philosopher who, yeah. who could rip wow. your shirt out. Like that's that. that's uh, that's hard <laughs> to imagine that that was actually. Uh, and Sam Elliott just like, chewing yeah. up scenery. Wow. Yeah, big time. 
All right, man. That closes on my action. What else you got there, uh, Ken? Well, my last, I got, I got a thirty-eight, a forty-one, or a forty. Go well, thirty-eight. Armageddon. I really? Like wow, Armageddon. that was that low. I didn't know that, that was that low. That was my my other two are Young Guns and and Bloodsport, but Armageddon was the lowest. Yeah, Bloodsport was mine too. Yeah, I don't understand how that was a bad movie. I thought it, I, I I thought that was a fantastic, but Armageddon was. I know people didn't like it because big summer blockbuster, big summer blockbuster. But those are usually panned by critics. How I many saw it? How many Michael Bay's have bad Rotten Tomato scores? Oh, that's a good question. And most of them. Yeah, so I know. I, Michael Bay. Every too. every Transformer one has to. Yeah, Armageddon kicked off the asteroid killing the planet. Yeah, theme that we had for a while. But no, the other one, not, the other one not true. Deep impact. impact came out first. Armageddon. Oh, blew. did it? Yeah, yeah, Deep Impact did come out first. Yeah, but it, it, it didn't. It, it wasn't the same. No, there no. wasn't. There wasn't the strange lighting and the musical montage and and you know, uh, 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 upshots of people looking off in the distance. Yeah. No. And and what's her name? Um, Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler, half naked. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much. Hey, what? Didn't they die in Deep Impact? Like Some it hit the did. Earth. Oh yeah, it hit the Earth. There was part of it. Part, part of, it. of it. So in 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 Deep Impact, they had the smaller. Oh, I'm, it's coming that, back to me now. I think Elijah Wood was with a girl. The girl that looked like the girl that looked like the girl from Mad About You, but it's not her. Oh, it's Lily Sobeski, I think. Is her. Yes, yeah. She was on the back of a motorcycle, and he was out oh, racing yeah. a wave up the mountains. Yeah. Right mm-hmm. up a yeah. mountain, and they lost the coast. They lost yes. California and New York. I remember this and, now. Yeah, I remember this now. Okay, yeah. So Tay Leone getting hit by a hundred foot wave. Yeah, burn her dad. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. So now we move on to comedy. Oh wait, I'm sorry, John. Did you have one more? I have a bunch more, but I don't, they're not going to move into any of these comedies. So with the comedy one, just let it go. Let it go. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, in the comedy one, uh, speaking of Liv Tyler half naked, uh, uh, my number one there is Empire Records. You got that? Got that? Too? Is that a ditto? Yeah. So many fantastic one-liners come out of that movie. I've never seen it. Never seen oh, it. Well, see, see, the reason why the reason why I've never seen it. Greg's a big music guy. I'm not. Uh, so yeah. anything that's music, he's like on. Like I've seen this preview three or four times on the TV called The Heights, and Greg was all about it last podcast. And I still heights. look at it and think this is so stupid. Yeah. Well, this is well, it's this not isn't it's a, not a musical. musical. Yeah, it, but it's the, about a record store. Fantastic. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's a thirty-one percenter on on uh, the tomato meter, wow. and and I don't, I there's so many lines. I mean, uh, we can just quote them off between my wife and I. We'll just be so, like, I don't feel the need need to explain my art to you, Warren, and you just know. So hang on a second. So with Ron Tomatoes, what are they going off of? What what's their criteria? They have uh, critics reviews and then fan. There's a fan meter, right? And okay. I went off critics' reviews, right? For, right. For okay. Eyes because, okay. like, so yeah. I. So, 
Empire Records, for instance, is a 31% from the critics. It's an 83% from the people. Ah, okay. All right. Well, wait. Now, time out, though. Time out, though. Because weren't your instructions not what Rotten Tomatoes considers a bad movie? It's what everybody doesn't like but you love. If Don't... 83% of the people yeah. like your Just shit, go through your count. list. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> Don't blow holes in the show. We're not that far away. <laughs> you want to come up with ideas when we have trouble getting guests on, you go right ahead, mister. But until then. All right. Sounds good. Uh, All right. What do you got? What do you got, Ken? You had Empire Records. What else you got? Well, I got a, I got a, a long list for comedies. But uh, my number one will start here. Uh, and and it was 4% uh, to Manometer and an 18% on audience score. So I'm hitting all right. All. Here we go. Here we go. Caddyshack 2. I loved Caddyshack <laughs> 2. I did. I can't help it. No, oh, that's man. fine. That's fine. He's that's a fun salute. That's fine. <laughs> What's a fun salute? What's that a fun salute? I mean, Chevy Chase just completely yeah. phoning it in. Oh, cow, yeah. And looking like he's phoning it in. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed it. I like oh, 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 I got a, I got a comedy. Okay, cool. The shotgun golf club. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. It's great. Oh, you yeah. got a comedy there, John? What do you got? I do. The great outdoors got 44%. Oh, see, which that's a crime. I, which I, I, I looked at that and I, I was like, no, that's, that's. Yeah. It has to be wrong. Yeah. Great outdoors was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I can still watch that. Those are those movies that when they're on, it's like Greg says, it's a great laundry day. It's just, you just uh, sit back, watch it, and you laugh at the raccoons and the bear, the bald-headed bear, and eating the, what is it? We talked about this the other day, the 96 oh, The old 96 yeah. The old 96 You mentioned yeah. that in any any place. People go, oh, yeah, we know what the old 96 Yeah, yeah. I love in that movie, there's a scene where they're, oh, I, they all have to, like, go off screen, and then they all come screaming out. I think it's like one of the trash scenes or something like that. You can see Dan and, and you can see Dan Aykroyd counting all, the whole cast down, and you're like, "Really? That's the shot you had to keep? <laughs> you couldn't you couldn't move the camera two feet? Nope." <laughs> all <laughs> right, really, so yeah, Johnny, got another comedy or no, 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 I don't. Okay, uh, well, I'm, I'm looking all mine up here for a second time just to because just I want to make to sure. sure. I'll give but, you one that just. Oh no, go ahead, Greg. I was going to say that this one comes from the uh, the Christmas era. Yeah, this is a five percent on the tomato meter, thirty eight percent audience score, and it gets me every time. It's Christmas with the cranks. Oh yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah, I, that didn't stick with me. Yeah. I I don't know why, but my family we laugh our ass off every time we watch it. And there's the scene at the end, and I understand why a lot of people didn't like it because I'll say it's not a great film. Right. Um. It's almost some physical comedy, but uh, there's a scene at the end where Tim Allen is giving his plane, his dream vacation away to his neighbors that he's been uh, feuding with the entire film. And the wife is dying of cancer. And he's like, you know what? We just want to get, and I don't know why, but every time I watch the film, I'm like, damn, uh, Dusty, you're, whew. it gets me every oh time. it gets you yeah it does the emotions it, yeah, yeah it, they just crop up there and kids are like you okay dad i'm like yep totally okay hey you guys remember that comedy um the one where it was summer school where the guy yeah, from mark Herman. yes 
Yeah. What's that? What is that one? Summer School. That's a great. No, <laughs> that's, that's the name of the film is Summer School. I know. I'm asking oh, what okay. the rating is. Oh, okay. that was great. I love the because that was uh, I love that I love that movie. Alien Kirk Bear. Alley. Uh, that's a sixty. That's a sixty-three percent. I knew that was above because I, oh, I that was I, a good I one. one on there. That was sixty-three percent. And now that I'm teaching my oldest daughter to drive, watching Haley Berry learn how to drive, there's like another car coming at her, and she like pulls oh, yeah. over. It's like she pulls over. Why'd you pull over? Car was coming. Well, like, that's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> license to drive is another good one if you're teaching your daughter. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, license to drive. Uh, yes, yes. Should do that one later. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> It's a good one. All right, go ahead, Greg. Oh, well, Ken, I think is up next. What was it Ken? Sorry. Was well, let's see here. Uh, first of all, I just want to point out: did you know that Three Amigos is at thirty-three percent? Oh, that's that's a, terrible. That's an absolute tragedy. Uh, we're gonna do one more comedy after this, right? Or at least two more. I've got uh, I've got two more after this. Yeah. Okay, uh, I got two more after this, and I'll say this one: uh, sticking with sliced alone because the guy. Just uh, he fancies oh, my. No, you're not going. Oscar. Stop or my mom will shoot. Oh, no. Okay, he's going Oscar. Oscar, Oscar. yeah. Twelve percent on the on the Rotten Tomatoes. No, wait a minute, uh, wait a minute, Ken. When you saw that, okay, when you when you saw Oscar, did you see it when you were young, and then you rewatched it and found a new appreciation for it? Absolutely. Okay, so that's what happened. Okay, okay. yeah, okay. all right. Yeah, I, okay, I I can see that because it was there were so many things. I mean. Tim Curry alone is just, I, and I, I get it. It's Tim a, Curry. Tim Curry is Doctor Pool. You, I gotta watch it again. Visible. It is a. I have to watch Oscar too. He does a fantastic job in there. Uh, yeah, see that movie again. Go back and watch it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna have to because you have that. me at Tim Curry. Yeah, that's great. Uh, well, I just looked at my next one, and again, it's forty-five percent on the tomato meter, and I did not notice the eighty-six percent in the audience score. Mm-hmm. So the people like it. Uh, the 1992 comedy Brain Donors, John Turturro. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, it is a full-on homage to the Marx Brothers. Yeah, I've say, never well, seen it. It's definitely one of those cult classics. What's it called? Brain. I want to Brain Donors. Brain Donors. Brain Donors. John Turturro doing a really great Groucho Marx. Mel uh, Smith. I mean, Mel Smith. Mel Smith. Yeah, British comedian. Yeah. And I cannot remember the silent guy. Uh. Bob Nelson. Bob, I was going to say Epi Epperman, but that was his character they created for his stand-up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Bob Nelson doing Bob his Nelson. his juggling with uh, like Kleenex or something like that. And yeah. it, it's saving a, saving a ballet. Yeah. Because uh, Bob, Bob Nelson, didn't he do the, um, he the football players? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He's my helmet. He's my shoulder. He's my shoulder. He's my shoulder. Oh, I ain't got no cup on. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. All right, you got another one there, Ken? I do. Um this one um I got two more. I'm gonna go with my my uh my really obscure one first, and that is um a little ditty from the uh, early late eighties. Uh after Greece was such success, they brought back <laughs> both John Travolta and Olivia Newton John for a little movie called Two of a Kind. Oh my God! I remember that. that Yes, Yes. I love that. Scatman Crothers. It was just a a a great, a great movie. Is it rewind? Yep. I yeah. That was a nice. My mom loved that film. Yeah, absolutely loved it. 
and I, there was when you know John Travolta had that nice little stretch of, of almost B level comedies that I that I truly enjoyed watching. Yeah. Um, Who was? Oh, I'm trying to remember the head angel. I want to say Brian Dennehy, but it wasn't. No, it was. Um, oh my goodness. Hold on, I look it up. I can't remember. Where are you? Wow, I just I totally forgot about Two of a Kind. Good job. I remember watching that when I was a kid and going, "Why is he frozen in midair? What's going on?" Oh, yeah, Charles Dern. Charles Dern. Yep, there you go. And the guy playing the devil, that sweet Oliver little mustache. Reed. Yeah, Oliver Reed. Yeah, yeah. John, did you have another comedy, or should I just go ahead? No, no, keep going, keep going. Okay, so uh, my last one, which is obscure, but I think Ken will have seen it, is a 1996 comedy uh, from the comedy troupe Kids in the Hall called Brain Candy. Brain Candy, yeah. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. I think, it, I think it's perfect timing, too, because they're getting back together. It and, is, and I, I saw that on their Twitter coming through. I'm like, oh, that's fantastic. That is. Kids in the Hall is a Canadian comedy, sketch comedy troupe. And, you know, all of them went on to do other things like being. I remember shows. Kids in the Hall. I yeah. used to watch that all the time, but they I didn't did see one Brain feature Candy. film called Brain Candy. Oh, did they? And they they Foley, probably the most famous of the. Yes. Yeah. yeah. News radio film. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was great. Yeah. You know, they, they all played multiple characters. It was fun. I remember from Kids in the Hall that <laughs> a famous scene that me and my mom used to crack up on is the dude that would pop out of a bush and go, I crush your head. I crush, crush your head. head. I crush your head. I crush you. I crush you. Yeah. Yep. My kids still do that. <laughs> I still do that. Um, <laughs> all right, Ken, Ken, last comedy. All right, last comedy. I also want to point out, I mentioned Three Amigos before, Cannonball Run is also a 30%, but oh, that's frustrating to really? me. Really? Uh, yeah. Um, but that one has a high audience meter this oh, one was 45 percent on rotten tomatoes and it was about 48 percent audience i don't think it was well received when it came out late 80s one of these late 80s great little uh, uh romantic comedies can't buy me love with oh, yes yes that was an awesome movie i love oh, that my there was a time where that was a minutes big... into that and turned it off oh did you <laughs> no, no no i watched it i oh. watched the heck out of it but my oldest started watching it and she's like so he's like prostituting himself. What what is happening here? I mean, just yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, you had to live in the eighties to truly understand. Yep. Yeah, he, yeah, he followed yeah, that right. one up, and I can't remember the name of it. Where he's the pizza the, guy. The pizza guy was uh the lover boy. Lover boy. Yep. Where he oh, literally yes. plays. plays I almost went. I almost went with that one because yeah. I loved his. I I always I wanted to dress like him when I was younger because he had those. Those khaki suits with the really nice silk shirts and shoulder pads out to here, yeah. Shoulder pads out to here, but uh, wow. no, I can't buy me love is 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 too far up there. Well, out of the two, I think can't buy me love is the superior film. So oh, absolutely, Seth Green is in there as a young yep. guy and the young brother. <laughs> yep, he's fantastic. All right, uh, moving on to drama. This one I struggled with uh, because, like, so many of them, like. You'd go, is that a romance or is that a drama? I mean, that, that because they cross over so much. But yeah, uh, the first one is pure drama, and um, it's a Stephen Steve Martin uh, one called Mixed Nuts. Okay, oh, I remember hearing about that. All right, 
1994, him, Madeline Kahn, Robert Klein, yeah, uh, is 10% on the tomato meter, and it's loading to see 47% for the audience score. Wow, that's but it's not... I don't know. I in '94 I watched it. And I'm like, it's all right. It's a cute little film. Yeah, definitely not a blockbuster by any means. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Mixed nuts. Gosh, that's been a while. I remember that now. I remember. I can actually remember the trailer. Yeah. I don't know why, but it's I. A, I mean, it's set during Christmas, so they're all like yeah. sitting at like a bus stop or something. Yeah. I want to say it's Nikazari is in there too. Uh, he was in everything at some point, wasn't he? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Feels Julia like that. Lewis, sure. A transvestite played by Lee Schreiber. <laughs> it's got everything. Ray yeah. Donovan. Yeah. <laughs> All right, drama. What do you got, Ken? Uh, I think I'm going to do a twofer because they both star my favorite drama actor, and that's Mr. Rob Lowe. Um, so the first one is St. Elmo's Fire, uh, what? which that was didn't... got it panned by, by, and I think you also got to remember that it came out after, you know, breakfast. It was like the last of the, of the Brat Pack movies yeah, the Brat Pack. and Muriel Hemingway really kind of pissed people off. But, uh, yeah, that one. And then my other one, which is even lower, but probably one I like even a little better, Youngblood. Oh, the hockey movie? Hockey film, right? Yeah. Cynthia Gibb, a really young Cynthia Gibb. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) She was very important to me. Um, (laughs) John, do you have any dramas on your list? Not really. dramas? Okay. Well, I mean, I know a lot of dramas, but I don't think they're low. The first one that popped in my head after he said Youngblood was The Outsiders, but I'm sure that's high up there. That 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 one's got it. Yeah, that's... I'm sure that's high up there. Like, uh, like I said, like when it comes to this drama stuff, like, <laughs> like in a a bad action movie or a bad horror movie, you can get behind for some yeah, reason. Right. But like a bad drama, you're like, it's I don't want to waste my time else. on this. Yeah. Uh, so what, skip one that I thought was funny, and I, you know, I kind of wonder if I need to go back and rewatch it and see if it was, was it just '90s funny or does it hold up? 1995 comedy called Nine Months. Uh, oh, Christopher Columbus, that? Hugh yeah. Grant, and yeah. Um, oh yeah, I actually remember the trailer for that. Juliet too. Moore. Juliet. I remember Moore. the yep. song too. Where the, oh shit, she's having a baby. Oh, yeah. Yep. I remember that. And Was it's, Kevin Bacon in there? No, that's actually called She's Having a Baby. Yeah. Oh. And that I one was 41. percent That one I thought about putting on there because I did like that movie. It's yeah, uh, Robin Williams playing the OBGYN from like Eastern Russia or something like that. Just, just again, whenever he's on the screen, it becomes a Robin Williams film. So, yeah. There was another one with uh, Molly Ringwald. Uh, yeah. Was, um, uh, where she gets pregnant, and we see, we see a really weird, like Birth shot scene, of the. Right? What was it? Was it a weird birthing scene? I think. Well, no. We saw at the beginning. We see when they're in they're in the rain or something, and 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 she gets pregnant, and we see like the tip of the penis inside, and it it's it's like I remember reading that when I when I was younger, and I was like, what the what the hell is that? <laughs> watching. I can't really? remember what it was. Yeah. You looking? You guys looking it up? 
Wait. I'm looking it up, but I, for keeps. It was for keeps. Oh, for keeps. Oh, I remember yeah. for keeps. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And, and the beginning of the movie is them at the raining, and then they go inside her body, and then and then we see, and I'm like, I, I was like, why are we seeing this? Why do I need to? But I like and, the title of the film is literally for keeps question mark question right. mark and you're right. like what hello yeah. four keeps four. Yeah. <laughs> um next up on my drama list is a certain cult classic now but uh the room oh okay. god yeah you, like, you liked the uh the original actually? No, you watched it i mean i and i liked it for its absurdity like I, I mean, it was, I had heard, you know, read on the internet, talked to some people like, you have to watch this and just enjoy it for how stupid it is. Yeah. And for that reason, I liked it. If I would have just stumbled across this film, I would not have watched it because I would have been like, this is terrible. But going beyond to see the comedy in it, uh, I, I guess, I guess I liked it. Yeah. I, it's, it's almost too cliche for me. Uh, like Manos and Hand of Fate, right? It's, yeah. It's, it's almost like it's so bad, you know it's so bad <clears throat> that it's like, yeah, yeah. And, but now he's all Tommy Wiseau's. So I like, no, I was doing that on purpose. It's all part of yeah. my show. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Did anybody watch the uh, movie about that movie? Yeah. The, uh, the yeah. Was it good? It was good. It was yeah. good. Um, he did a pretty good job. What's his name? Franco. James Franco did a pretty good yeah. job of of uh, emulating. Tommy yeah. and, okay. You know, Dave Franco did a good job as the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> Got another uh, drama there? I do. Uh, this one was one of those ones where it was like kind of in between, and it's really popular. It became a cult classic, I guess you would say. Uh, but it was in between action and drama, The Boondock Saints. Yeah, yep. Pam, Pam by critics, like nobody went to see it in the theater, but then all of a sudden it hit DVD and yeah, everybody told me to had to watch that film. Yeah, and I for watched a while, it. And I went, okay, that was how the '90s worked for a while. It was like right. if well, it failed, the just wait yeah. to see what what happens. Uh, you know, the rental fees because I isn't that how the Born Identity got a sequel? Because off everybody of DVD, off his uh, VHS. Yeah. Yeah, it had. It had I think it, it was the number one rented movie for like three months straight. And they were like, oh, I guess I, I saw it in the theater because I wanted to see what Matt Damon could do. Yeah. Action wise. Yes. I know. I was like, okay, let's see what he can do. And I enjoyed it. But yeah. Uh, my next up for drama completely breaks the rules as I'm finding out because I actually pulled this off of another list that listed the tomato meter really low and i didn't actually look it up on rotten tomatoes but it's way off but i put it down uh crossroads with uh ralph oh, macchio ralph macchio oh okay yep. yep and it turns out people like that film so it really doesn't fit this one at all but uh the list i was looking on which uh you know i just googled right drama movies that are terrible that everybody likes or something like that right. and this was on there and it had a completely wrong tomato score but uh, no, I like that one. I like that one. It's got Steve I at the end, the guitar battle. But you're definitely talking about the one with Ralph Macchio, not the one with Britney Spears, right? Correct. Yeah. 
I should have I should have no. said the one with Britney Spears just to make <laughs> sure it that one's low on the Rotten Tomatoes too. But then I'd have to admit to liking a Britney Spears film, and I, I don't want to have to try to live that down. Free Britney, yeah. All right, do we have any more drama? I got one more. Okay. Uh, that it, it, now that you know we're looking at these both these the the critics and the fans. I guess it's a little higher on the fans, but higher learning was one that was pretty panned. Really? Uh, yeah. Joe Pesci and is that what? No, that, that no, no this is higher learning one. was like Michelle Pfeiffer going into the Bronx. No, that's that was um uh, that was uh that, that was. Like- can't no. sleep. Higher learn. Yeah, that was different. That was Gangster's Paradise. That yeah. was um, no, that was different. Uh, this one is with Omar Epps, Christy Swanson. Oh yes. Oh yes. There the you college. go. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. 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 Um, like Cole Hauser plays a Nazi. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say. What? There's some Nazi stuff in there. If I were, yeah, if I it goes up on a bell tower at the yeah. end. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that him sitting in the library room. with a cap on, and then the drama builds, and he like rips his head off, and he's a skinhead yep. now. And he's a skinhead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Jennifer Connelly has, and Christy Swanson has Crisis of Faith and, and yeah. bounces back and forth between, you know, yeah, Ice Cube. Uh, nice turn for him after after Boys in the Hood to take a little something, take mm-hmm. on something different from being a, a, a typical gangster. Yeah, that was kind of a, that was a powerful movie. Yeah, I really. remember, I remember like sitting on the couch watching that movie going like just mouth open, like what the fuck? Like yeah. this guy's just uh-huh. shooting people off of a clock tower. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, next category is fantasy. Uh, Ooh, quite, a few, quite a few movies that fit into this one. Yeah. Uh, first up for me is Reign of Fire. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Uh, Christian Bale, 2002, 42% on tomato meter, 49% on the audience score. Yeah. That was on my list. Still a great, still a great film. That's a great yes. laundry folding film. I agree. I agree. It is. I just, in fact, I just watched that. It just came on Netflix. Yeah. No, uh, it was at Something. Netflix Prime. Just came on one of them, and I watched it again, and I, and I like that movie. I Me thought too. Matthew McConaughey did a great yeah. job. Uh, when you think, when you, when I think back, and when I first saw it, I, I kept thinking he was this really out of control. Cra- he wasn't. He was, he was controlled, and 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 I really liked. I, I thought mm-hmm. Christian Bale was the was the antagonist more in that one than mm-hmm. McConaughey was, yeah. but I liked it. I agree. What'd you got, Ken? My first one is uh, was thirty two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, you son of uh, a bitch! You're gonna take it from me, aren't you? Well, it depends. Where do you think I'm going? Oh, we'll uh, find this, out. Well, this is a little movie, man. This one is probably like encapsulates my childhood. Oh God, you are gonna take it from <laughs> 1983. <laughs> oh, uh, starring Ken Marshall uh, and 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 a young Liam Neeson. Uh, the movie is called Krull. Yes, God and, oh, damn it, Ken. Yes, it, it just fantastic. I, I agree. Love Krull. Who doesn't? Who love doesn't? Krull? Yes, God, God, it was awesome. It was a great movie. Yes, I made so many of those different claw Krull things. That it yes, was just, yes. I, I have <laughs> flat out stolen Ergo the Magnificent for D and D characters, where he like oh, says dude. his entire Ergo the Magnificent. Short in stature, tall in power, something, something in wide of vision. I tried yeah. to have my mom. I loved my favorite character in the entire movie was the Cyclops guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I tried to have my mom make up Cyclops on me because my mom was really good with when I was young. She painted me green one day to be the Hulk. 
Go to theater makeup, huh? Yeah. And I, I, I just begged her, can you maybe look at the Cyclops? She's like, I don't know how you're going to see. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, you took it from me. I, Fire I, mares, crystal spiders. Yeah. God, so that was great. They even so even like there. when you killed like those weird looking insect stormtroopers, that little thing that shot out of the oh, back yeah. and went into the, the ground. Aliens. Well, yeah. I just my favorite part was how clean. I, I I'm a huge fan. Like I love chrome. I love silver. I love okay. and all the instruments. The axes were so shiny and clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was a really cool movie. Yeah. All right, fantasy. This isn't. Holy you could argue it is fantasy. I would argue it's more action. But I love this movie. Everybody else hated it. I love it. I still watch scenes. I don't watch the whole movie, but I watch scenes. And you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, Sucker Punch. Oh, yeah. I liked I it. Loved, I loved yeah. Sucker Punch. Yeah. I thought it was great. But it got canned. Nobody liked it. And, no. Well, I um, think everybody expected those scenes to, to, be to not be. Yeah. to Those, those great scenes to not be. Uh, not be like full on fantasy, like right. she's in her own head. Yeah, watching this play out, they expected yeah. it to be real. I but thought when I first saw the man. poster, levels girl. Yeah, when I saw the girl, when I saw the poster of the girls, and it said Sucker Punch, the main character looked super white, and I thought it was oh, it's about a, it's like a, it's like a girl vampire squad that kills Nazis. That's what I thought that movie was about. Because <laughs> think of it, Sucker Punch, right? Yeah. I thought, yep. oh, for okay. sure, this is about vampires. Makes sense. Makes sense. So I walked in there, and I'm, I mean, I, I finally get it. I'm excited. I put it in. I'm like, what is this institution stuff? I am way off on this. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. like one of Oscar Isaac's first, isn't it? I mean, he was young. Yeah, he was yeah. young. Yep. Yeah, I'm sure if you rewatch it again, you'll see a lot of people. You're like, oh, damn, he's in there? I'm sure. Lot of people well, yeah, John Hamm's in it. Yep. I didn't. Now I remember him. Yes. You're right. John Hamm is in there. That was a 22% on Rotten Tomatoes. Suck I can see that. I can see that. All right, Greg. Uh, well, my next up um, fits the tomato meter, not the audience score. Uh, the original Mortal Kombat. What's the audience score on that? Uh, audience score is 57, so just okay. o- above 50, but yeah, tomato I, meter is 44. If I were to watch oh. it now, I wouldn't like it. But if I were to watch it back <clears throat> yeah. in the 90s, it was awesome. It was awesome. What really got me is now, having studied martial arts and like some of the things that you're watching them do, you're like, the fight choreography is not great. And some of the best martial arts is when, like, you know, the guy comes out and he's he's just like a turban extra and he like flexes all this stuff he does a couple forms and then sub-zero freezes him but that guy's form you're like that was tough that was like a legit martial artist they had come like out the, to do that and that's yeah. just his leg yeah and and then you cut to johnny cage uh <laughs> that actor who who i believe does know some martial arts but him fighting oh, girls he's like, like a, he's happened, like a jiu-jitsu master yeah, and you're just like they they wasted him uh, on fighting Goro. <laughs> but ridiculous. Still, it's a, it's it's. Uh, it's I have a bone now, to pick with that so. franchise. They can't get a Sonya to save their lives. Yeah, it's a little tough. I don't know why. I don't. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why. Black Widow 
any one of her action scenes looked way better than any of Sonya, and I don't understand that. I don't get that. I haven't. Have you seen the the new one? Yeah. Yeah, we saw it. Same thing. What's funny is that when you type this like Rotten it. Tomatoes, it says, if you like this movie, you might also like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, 13th Warrior, Reign of Fire. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, the, you got to remember the the first one, uh, Bridget Wilson was a pretty she, face. Like she was like the biggest, other than Christopher Lambert, she was like the biggest name yeah. in it. Yeah, right? I mean, You're she right had up. done she had done uh, uh, the Adam Sandler movie, uh, yep. Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy. She yep. was she was like the biggest name, so they wanted to get somebody who who kind of had some name recognition. Right. I she agree. married Pete Sampras and fell off the face of the earth. Yep. All right, Ken. Ooh, so many options here. Let's go with this one, which was actually um, uh, a little bit higher on the on the. Nah, I guess it wasn't. It was under fifty for both. Uh, I liked it. I know it came from a book, but I liked it. Uh, Aragon. I thought. I, oh, I okay. wish they would have yeah. kept it going. I wish they would have. And I know, I knew I was going to get that reaction from you, Greg, yeah. because I can see why you don't like it, mm-hmm. but. I didn't. I didn't hate it completely. I thought the ending fell flat, but I think up till then it was pretty decent. Yeah, I mean, it definitely had my interest. Yeah, and I think I was teaching middle school at the time when that came out, and like the kids just loved it. So I, my oh, really? expectations were definitely high. So they just loved the book, or they loved the movie. They loved the book, the whole oh. book series. They just sucked it up. Yeah, the book is fantastic. So um, I have one that's kind of a fantasy. I guess you could put it in this fantasy term. Uh, Greg and I talked about it before, and I said, I don't give a shit. I love it. I will still watch it to this day. It is awesome. Conan the Destroyer. The Destroyer. Second, the, the second one. With Grace Jones. Yes. Yeah, Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain. Chamberlain. Malik. Who is that little that, that guy? Who is that actor? He was also the bad. He was Bob the bad guy in the first Batman Tim Burton movie. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, his name—I can't think of his name. I and then look. Marco, I—I I, I remember him because he's—he's—he's the guy's like the wizard, but his name was Marco. I remember him because his name no. was just Marco. It's not Tracy Mako. Walter was was Malik. Tracy, it's not, it's not Marco. It's Mako. Mako. Oh, Mako. My fault. It was Akiro the wizard? Yeah, Akiro. I loved his little. <laughs> yeah. I kind of dug that whole series. Like I even liked Red Sonia. Oh, did you? I like it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I didn't think that. I, I was. I thought about putting that one on this list, but I never. I can't remember Red Sonia. I can't. Red Sonia was another one of those movies that I watched pretty much solely on like TBS when it was on. Yeah. And then when I caught it on cable or I rented it, I'm like, oh, Dem's titties in here. <laughs> like I just watch it again. Like I didn't know that. Yeah, that's a 19 and a 28. That one would have fit perfectly yeah. in here. Kenny Race Jr. in his early days. Mm-hmm. So, uh, next up on my list is a 13% tomato meter, 40% audio score, but near and dear to my heart, 1987 Dolph Lundgren classic masters of the universe. Oh no, I didn't like that. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't couldn't, couldn't couldn't bring yourself. I was one of the biggest He-Man fans in the world. And that one, I was like, what the fuck is this? Why are they sitting here thinking that? Why is he shooting a gun? Yeah. Why is he in New York? No. He should be back in the yeah. in Eternia. Yeah. yeah. Why why to, are we bring this to the 
Right. And I understand all the graves, but to me, yes. uh, Frank Langella as Skeletor. Yeah, he was great. Absolutely fantastic. I'll even give, I think her name is... Courtney Cox? No, Meg, the girl that played Evil Lynn. Oh, Evil Lynn? Yeah, she, was, she wasn't bad. Yeah. She wasn't bad, but Courtney Cox was a dud. Yes, I, absolutely she was. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, for me, it was it was Frank Langella. Just really made that movie for me. So, mm-hmm. uh, okay. along those, along those same lines, probably uh, a defining movie for my adolescence and my my hastening into puberty was uh, seeing a young Tanya Roberts uh, in in barely anything in a movie called The Beastmaster. Beastmaster. Yes. <laughs> I bet Mark Singer. He was extraordinarily nice. How's that a comment? I bet. And it, honestly, you know. Because I'm a little, I'm taller than your average person, uh, and I ex- when I meet celebrities, I expect them to be shorter than me now. I mean, yeah. but yeah. he is not. That dude he's is not? tall. Oh, he really? Is, uh, I'd have to hey. dig in my picture, but I think he is just a touch taller than me. And but was so nice, like, and you know, I was there as like a poor twenty something guy, just had enough money to get to the con. He didn't care. He sat and talked with me. That's forever. awesome. That's always That's a good. Thing. Yeah. Hey, what what uh, what? What was the score on on Beastmaster? Beastmaster was a fifty. It was a fifty, and then okay. uh, fifty-two for audience. That's a that's a that's a great movie. It's a great movie, and but Mark Singer, I like, and I didn't realize that he was he was he's, yeah he was is he six two on here, uh, just jacked when he was younger, and I loved him in yeah. V too. I mean, I, I, I loved him yeah. in V. Yeah, loved him in V. I wish he would have gotten more more love as he got older because he did a lot of stuff that I liked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got another uh, fantasy film, John? I thought I did mine. Didn't I just do Conan? Wasn't that just me? Well, but you well, did, and we went to Masters well, of the Universe, and it's back. Oh, to yeah, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. You're good. This. Yeah. All right. Well, the next one I got came out in 2002. Uh, this is what I've heard got Christian Bale the Batman job. Uh, is Equilibrium? It's a uh, okay. okay. I, I yeah. don't know if I call it post-apocalyptic but it's definitely like a uh brave new world 1984 ish you know people are taking shots to suppress emotions and he has like an awakening kind of film right. but they came out with uh i think they call it gung gung, gung fu. fu yeah yeah, yeah. they're yeah, for sure doing martial arts with guns in their hands very anime style in that fighting style tay diggs is in it yeah I it, it's, I, it's like a minimalistic type of setting but i I yeah. enjoyed it. I did not like the movie or the plot, but I loved all the action scenes. Yeah. If that makes sense. Sure. Bad movie, good kung fu. That's yeah. definitely a category we could have. Yeah, that's that's true. What was the other one with so when I think of that, I think of uh what was the one with Ray Fines? Strange Days. Oh yeah. Oh Strange Days, Strange yeah. Days, Ray Fines and Angela Bassett. Yeah. Wasn't there wasn't there one with Emilio called like Free Free Jack Free Jack Free and, Jack uh, Mick Mick Jagger yeah, yeah Mick Jagger it wasn't uh, and Anthony Hopkins I say Anthony Hopkins was the bad guy yeah yep, they the would guy. steal the body of somebody that was going to die they take him from that time so that he could be the new like avatar for him I think that was the plot yeah and now that I think of that Ryan Reynolds made a movie. Did he? And was Anthony Hopkins the bad guy in that one too? Like pretty much the same oh, plot. Criminal? Was that criminal? 
No, like replacement or I'll look it up. Um, replica? Replicant? Replica? Yeah, where he like Reynolds is like they try to wipe his mind out and replace it so that this rich guy could have a new young body. <gasps> oh and, God, you're right. Yeah. And I wanna say that that was Anthony Hopkins as well. Uh jeez. Ryan Reynolds, do some more movies, will ya? I know. There's uh Oh wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Selfless is the name of the film. Selfless dash less. And that's what it's about? Uh I'm sorry, no, it's Ben Kingsley plays the bad guy. Oh. I think. I do remember so, that. So I was wrong. But uh I, yeah, I it's vaguely remember that now. Because I think I was thinking about the uh one that Darren Hafford's in, Greg. The one Oh, you think the island. One? The island. The island, yes. Oh yes. Yes. It's Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Yep, Will McGregor, Scarlett Johansson. And I like that film. That probably could have made it on a list. Probably. <laughs> it's good too Again, another Michael Bay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have horror films. Oh, I got one more fantasy. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Well, do you know Hooks? Hooks under 29%? I know. I saw that. And I was Hook? like, really? Hook. Yeah. Hook? Like yeah. Um, Peter Pan? Yeah, like, Rob, like Robin, Robin Williams, Williams Dustin wow. Hoffman. But that my last really fantasy I want to I want to point out is one that I like because again it, it it tickles a a a bone in my body. Uh, Millennium with Chris Christopherson. Do you remember that one? Wait, was that uh like a time travel? Like a I, the word paradox comes in my head a lot. Yeah, par- they mentioned that a lot. It was a future. It was in the future. So what they had to do. This is a movie that came out in 1989. Uh, they would go onto a plane and they needed people to populate the earth again. Right. Yes. Uh, so they would, they would grab a plane that was going to crash and they would take all the living people who were about to die and bring them to the future and then put dead bodies in there. And then one person recognized what was going on, but actually survived the crash and then tried to figure everything. And it was just this whole mind twister. Cheryl, Christopher Christopherson. Wow. Daniel J. Trevante. It's a good movie. And I, I remember watching it the first time I ever watched it as a kid. I'm like, I don't follow. Like it, it didn't. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't get track. Yeah. Too hard to figure that out. Yeah. It was good. All right. I now we are we doing, we're doing horror? horror horror films. So first up for me, and I'm going to check this one again. Cause I, maybe I was wrong. Uh, is Constantine. Really? Keanu Reeves? Keanu Reeves, Constantine. Keanu Reeves, Shia LaBeouf, Rachel Weiss. Wow. 46% tomato meter. Okay, yep. Yeah. So I'm a little off. 46% on the tomato meter, 72% audience score. Okay. Which would make sense because I would yeah. fall right into that category. Yeah, I like right. that film. Yeah, I like that film too. Critics yeah. did not. No. Uh, mine kind of a horror slash thriller. Okay. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of crossover in those two. Yeah. Uh, but this one was a twenty-five percent, and and a lot of people didn't like it, but I did. It was Lady in the Water. I like uh, Lady in the Water. Yeah, yeah we, we both talked about that. We both like that movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah I thought it was good. Guy yeah, with I, the I one beefy arm. Yeah. 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 Well, he worked out one um, side of his body. That was great. <laughs> I have two, but we'll probably come back to me again. Um, first one was Chud. Remember those? Chud. <laughs> Cannibalistic human underground underground dwellers. Such a bad, great movie. Yeah. (laughs) What about Chud 2? I never saw it. Chud 2? 
Judd yeah. 2 had, uh, I remember it had one of the kids from Head of the Class was oh, in shit. that film. Yeah, Brian Robbins. Yeah, there you go. Wow. Wow, how do you remember that name from a that, that, two that, obscure that, shows? I would love to take credit, but I, I, I saw the cast list from Chud 2, and I knew Brian Robbins was on. I did know he was on Head of the Class, but so, but I wouldn't have put yeah, it Greg, after Constantine. Uh, for me, after Constantine, <laughs> uh, 1986 horror film, Maximum Overdrive. Yes, I love that. And I think I loved it, honest to God, because of ACDC. Okay. All like, right. That was the soundtrack. Uh, 15% on the tomato meter, 50% audience score. It's funny so, you right. mentioned that. I just heard that that was, let's see, Stephen King directed that. He admitted he, he had no idea what the hell he was doing. <laughs> Emilio Estevez said it's the worst thing he's ever done, and he's ashamed of it. <laughs> yeah, I just watched a special on that. That's interesting. Yeah. The concept was, you know, machines coming alive. Yeah. It was a great you know, concept. They, yeah. they, they, didn't have the, they didn't have the special effects to pull that off. No, 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 not really. The soda machine killing kids at killing the ballpark. The yeah. yeah. And the, the truck with the gremlin face on it was just yeah. like. Or how that, yeah, that lawnmower chased uh, that kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Monte camera to the lawnmower. Yeah. All right. What else you guys got? Horror films. Well, speaking of Stephen King. Um, there's a lot on this one, I'm sure. There's, there's a lot of Stephen yeah. King. But this one was one that I know people didn't like, but I, I kind of did. It was Sleepwalkers. Uh, I hated that movie. People, right? I love that movie. I thought it the was reason it, it creeped me out, Ken. It creeped me out. The incestual between uh, the incestual cat okay. people. Yeah, yeah, that that creeped me out. But yeah. go ahead, I'll let you. No, know. I just I, I thought <laughs> Brian Krause was was he was cutting it very thick. I mean, the dude was all hammy, but it was uh, it was good. I thought the the premise. But again, it was one that the special effects if it was made now i think it would be much better because the yeah. special effects just didn't do it justice i was yeah. really into werewolves when that movie came out and i was like oh we're cats let's see what that's like yeah. and i think that was what drew me into watch that film yeah. greg did you ever watch saturday morning cartoons dumb question sorry did you ever watch the ghostbuster saturday morning the cartoon? real ghostbusters yes. no not the one with oh, the... the you mean the the different no no, kind no of not the one with the gorilla named tracy not that one Right. Okay. Okay. Was so it called Ghost... the real Ghostbusters then? I believe. Uh, maybe I'm mixing them up, but I thought the yeah. real Ghostbusters was Peter Venkman. Okay. Stance. That's the one I'm talking That's about with Slimer. Yeah. All. Did you ever see the episode where they had a wear chicken? No. Oh, you gotta look that up on YouTube. That's a good episode. Okay. I remember chicken. one where they had werewolves and vampires biting each other, and they kept shifting back and forth, and they're like, really? "Let's get out." They're like, "Let's get out of Dodge." There's no winning here. all right for me this one i will still watch and i will have this gleeful smile on my face because i had to watch this movie probably 150 times and my aunt and uh mom could not understand it was phantasm 2 i loved that movie i don't know why yeah i just love silver ball that yeah, the silver ball, the tall man, those little gremlins that decided to come and grab yeah. bodies. And I, I saw the first one. First one sucked. First Everything one, else after yeah. that sucked. But this part two, I don't know. I just, I loved it. Was it the one, was that the one where he made the, yeah, James LaGrosse. It's the one 
where they made the shotgun with yes the, yeah yeah shot. like yeah. He, made, he, he like spent hours building this this shotgun for one shot yes exactly <laughs> he had these two he had two sawed off shotguns and he put them to a point and then he welded them together so he basically huh. had just a four okay barrel quad shotgun. barrel shotgun yeah, and he shot I have once. no recollection of ever seeing that film. So. Oh, I, I, you know, I, I agree with you. That was the best of the series, and I, I actually kind of enjoyed that one. Yeah, hmm. yeah. All right. Uh, next up on my list, because I think it's my turn. Uh, House on Haunted Hill, nineteen ninety nine, thirty one percent tomato meter, forty two percent audience. The ninety one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, I don't know. I don't know why I like that one, um, but. I mean, I, I've I've seen it more than a few times. Just kind of a, oh, I can watch this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I do. Uh, this one I chose not because the critics, but because the audience panned it. So I'm going reverse. Uh, okay. And Wolfen from 1981. I hated Wolfen. I a lot of people hated Wolfen. Do you know why I actually hated it? I hated it because it was like an environment. It, it was actually an environmental movie. If I'm right. Yeah, like they were encroaching on wolves. Yeah, and so I, I was really mad at my mom because I said, "Mom, this isn't a werewolf movie. This is like just regular wolves that are pissed off that they're moving into their territory." Yeah, I, that's why I didn't like it. Okay, I, I it was, I mean, it, it was more a little more laughable for me than yeah. than. Uh, but Albert yeah. Finney, Albert yes, Finney, Albert a young Finney. Albert Finney. Yeah, I remember, I remember. Th- the climax of that movie. I remember the end of that movie. Like somehow I think if memory serves me correctly, the wolves got up into a skyscraper and they were surrounding Albert Finney and like the girl. And I think he did something to where he was basically showing them that, you know, that um, like, I'm not going to approach your territory. And they left. Yeah. And they, and they let him go. So it was so crazy, but again, yeah, I liked it. And, and the critics, like you got a seventy, like a seventy-four percent uh, from critics on Rotten Tomatoes, but it was just like most people hated it. They just yeah. huh. hated that movie. You got another one, John? I don't know. I, I just came into my head now. Okay, everybody, everybody loves American Werewolf in London, mm-hmm. but how many people love American Werewolf in Paris? Not many. That one got low scores. I looked at that one. Yes, I actually like that one. I actually yeah. That was fine with me. I'm actually not happy. I'm a okay. I'm a snob at a couple of things. One of them's cupcakes. The other one, your werewolf <laughs> has to look fucking cool if you're gonna have yeah. it on TV. It has to look fucking. Cool. Oh, good lord! It got a seven percent on the yeah. tomato meter. Yeah, audience it, score that, is thirty. Their werewolves were horrible. They looked yeah. like skinned dogs. I remember yeah. that. But but it did I, have a soundtrack from uh, from Bush. So yeah, I uh, still liked it though. That's it was what made me see that film. Yeah. Hey, what what about the curse? Curse, the one, the Wes Craven werewolf movie with uh, Pacey, Christina Ricci, and Pacey, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Was yeah. that bad? Was that put maybe? Uh, I I watch it every once in a while. Yeah, I still like that movie. Like I don't, I don't remember. I remember seeing it once. I don't. It has not stuck in my head. So I, I wouldn't. It, it's again. It's one of those that you're hard pressed to put uh in a horror category because it's it's not that horror based i mean no yeah all right greg what do you uh got? well my last one which falls below that 50 percent in both categories is alien three you like that 
Well, I don't hate it. It's kind of what it comes down to. I mean, <laughs> okay. uh, I would say I used to say it was the weakest of the aliens films then, until we got all these recent ones, which are shit. And out of the first trilogy, I think, yes, it's the weakest one, but it was a, it was a capstone, you know, it was a capstone. Like it ended, it worked right? Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, when alien four came out, I was like, what are you doing? This is terrible. Um, so I didn't even like that one at all, but it, it the more I watched alien three, the more I liked it is okay. one of those kind of films. All right. All right. So, fun fact. I didn't know. It didn't dawn on me that the alien actually, that was a different alien. It like, because it got born from a dog dog. Yeah. So they, yeah, I didn't know that it takes the like, shape of kind yes, of, I didn't yeah, know that until that was new. That was introduced in that film until I watched it until I watched it again. I was like, Oh, it looks like almost like a, it runs in. It has like a dog shape. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Xeno pet. Yeah, exactly. What do you got, Ken? Uh, my last one. I'm a, I'm a little embarrassed to admit it. <laughs> I'll be we're all, we're all friends here. Probably the one I'm probably the most embarrassed about. But I thought that when I first saw it, I thought it was kind of cool. Uh, Jason X. Jason X. I liked it. Is that Jason when he goes into space? space? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I was, I was, I, you know, I thought he looked cool. I thought his hockey mask morphing into yeah. his mask. I thought, you know, the bones and the, I, I, I just thought it was kind of, I, I know. I could see the draw. I could see the draw to that one. Real quick, everybody, we all know Ken's. Which, everybody's favorite Friday the 13th? Which one? Oh. Mine's Jason Lives. That was my favorite one. I, I oh, I forgot know. about a new blood with Tina, the girl that could like. I think she was, was tele tele. Was that the telepath? Telekinetic telepath. Sorry, yeah. that's the one I liked, where she kind of resurrected him accidentally from the lake. Yeah. See, I, my sec my second favorite one is Jason Takes Manhattan. I like the cheesy <laughs> ones. I like the cheesy ones. Hey, Jason, I mean, if you're gonna looking get up from the sewer, no. yeah, I like the cheesy ones. All right, sounds fair. All right. You know what? It's funny because you, you were talking about the curse with Chris, Christina Ricci. Yeah. I can't find it on IMDb or Tomatoes. I'm like, this no is shit. a real movie. Yeah. I is it know. the curse or was it cursed? I've searched both and neither one no is coming shit. out. Oh, but... did you put Wes Craven's curse? You're right. No, I did not. Okay. But... That might be it. You okay. know what? I'm just going to look under Christina Ricci. <sighs> that was going to be my next move, but I'm up. So we're on yeah. a mystery. Okay. Uh, you know, I better look it up again since I'm trying to follow rules. Uh, but the first one I got uh, is M. Night Shyamalan's Shyamalan. I say it wrong every time. Uh, the Village. No, oh, you took mine, you bastard. You took mine. Yes. Yes. That's a good movie. It is it's a good, good movie. movie. It's. I love that movie. I don't okay, know why so people got pissed off about it. I thought it was a good movie. 43% tomato meter, 57% of the audience score. So it fits okay. that we yeah. like it. Yeah. Um, I was a little disappointed because uh, I remember just before the movie came out, there was a lawsuit against M. Night for copyright infringement or plagiarism or something like that. And they're like, you copied this from a story that is from a short story that's found in high school 
literature class books, you know, like the, sh- the books that you really? have like a bunch of short stories and the teachers teach out of, and it just fits a curriculum. It's a curriculum book. And I remember looking at it and I'm like, shit, that was the book I had in high school. And they talked about, well, this one story, which is about people in a village and it's like they're back in time. And I instantly went back. I knew exactly what the twist was because I loved that story when I read it in high school. I was like sophomore year or something like that. So he did do it. It's pretty damn close. Yeah. 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 And I was like, so he did, he did one of those things where then he was like, no, 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 but she's blind. Well, no, no. It's what it is in the story is that they're, they're being kept there. And it's kind of like, yeah, there's the beast and the, you know, the safe color and stuff like that, but they're actively being studied by a group of doctors. And so when she goes out into the woods, it's not that she's, she finds society. It's like she finds that this entire community is being studied by, by a group of doctors to see how humans could survive living off the land again or something like that. Wow. Yeah. Well, that was mine. I got, I, I I don't got nothing. (laughs) You got nothing else for mystery? No, no. I thought that was the only bad mystery movie I've seen that people, everybody hated it, but I loved it. Really? I have one. I have a couple. Uh, All right. What do you got? My my first one is uh, Gothica. Oh, yeah. Uh, Another Halle Berry. Another Halle Berry. I liked liked that movie. I thought it was, I mean, it was a little cheesy uh, at parts, and I thought it was a little... Uh, you know, the, the plot was a little elementary, but I thought Robert was... Downey's in there, isn't he? In that one? Yeah, uh, he's the he's the buddy. He's the buddy psychologist. Yeah. I like it. Well, my next one, I don't know why I put under there because it's not a mystery. I think I had a typo, so I'm missing one. I had the switch under <laughs> mystery, but it's not. Oh. Um, that's a Jennifer Aston, Jason Bateman yes. film. Yeah. Unless there's another one that I'm thinking of that I can't remember, but so that's not. So I'm going to go to my next one, which is conspiracy theory. Mel Gibson, Julia Roberts. I uh, like that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him being like brainwashed and um, yeah, we. It was the first time we saw Patrick Stewart as a bad guy. Yeah, I I remember him biting his nose. Yes, yes, I remember that. And you're like, wow. Patrick Stewart plays a pretty damn good bad guy. <laughs> Actually, I remember another part in there where he hits a guy from the back in the back of a car, and then he's about to leave, and he goes, "Are are are you faking? Are you faking that I knocked you out?" And the guy <laughs> goes, "Yeah, yeah, I was faking. You got me." <laughs> I remember that scene. The uh, the <laughs> where he torches his apartment. Yeah, one of those scenes. I was like, "What? You could do that?" Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. You got yep, another yeah. one there, Ken? Mystery. I do. Uh, this one, um, I, I, you know, I got to look at it again because I think I, I, it's a 64% for audience score. And I think that's because retroactively some people went back and looked at it. The 13th floor, kind of that precursor. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I liked, I, Remind I liked me that. that. Remind me of that one. 13th floor. Uh, it's the one where um, they go to uh, – they go to a, there's a place they can go to a floor that doesn't exist. Um, about it's, it's, it's all about computer simulated universes. So you can go into this world, uh, and, and, and these people believe they're real, but they're not. Uh, I don't. And, and he gets stuck there and it's all based off a murder mystery that eventually that happened originally. Uh, and it all takes place on the 13th floor. 
I don't remember that. I have a good mystery one. Are we still doing mysteries? We yeah. are. I don't know how good this one is. The one where um, I think it's Jeff Bridges and Kiefer Sutherland, and he wants to know what happened to his girlfriend that got taken. Vanished? Yes. Yeah, vanished. That one freaked me out. I don't know how good that is or not. I don't know what the sto- uh, the score is on that. But Chuck. So I remember I about that one, and there was another... I think it scored too high, but Jeff Bridges was a bomber. Yes, I remember that one. I think that it's I called like that Arlington one Heights or something like that. Or yeah, and I think it scored a little, little too high for me. Yes. Yes. The Vanishing. Yes. What did it rate, Ken? Forty nine percent, forty six percent. So that one fits. So there right. you go. There right. it fits. Yeah. Nancy Travis, Sandra Bullock. I don't remember that. Yeah, she was the girl. She was the girl that got kidnapped. That's right. What is the net as a mystery? I just thought of that one. The net? the net? Yeah. Did that score well? That went probably not. Sandra Bullock. <laughs> she doesn't she doesn't score high. Not she when she's like forty percent. Yeah, yeah, I should have. Yep. She had a bad She had a bad mark. Good. What was the, the the other one I had for uh I, I thought of right away, but and I didn't I didn't check the score because I thought was um Jumper Jack Flash. Oh yeah, Goldberg. Well, I remember Goldberg, that one. Twenty-nine percent, fifty-eight percent. Yeah. Another another computer-based uh, mystery. Right. Yeah. But I, I like watch that, that one. I never saw that one. That's why I learned the. That's why I learned the phrase "fuck a duck." Yeah. Because she's going through the lyrics to "Jumpin' Jack Flash." Come on, Mick. <clears throat> uh, next up, I had um, is. Relatively recent, uh, Spencer Confidential was a Netflix thing. Mark Wahlberg, horrible. You like that? I thought it was okay. Really? Yeah. It just when I, you know, I again was nostalgic, trying to, trying to, yeah, trying to capture that fire, right? But just didn't. didn't I don't think it's going to get picked up for a series. (laughs) No, not at all. No. no, because I'm looking at it because I looked up the net. Another mystery that I actually liked, and it looks like other people did too, but it got panned. Was the Saint Val Kilmer? It was I didn't like that. Yeah, I didn't like that, that got panned. Really? Yeah. Well, look, critics panned it at thirty percent, but audiences liked it at sixty-three. I love that movie. Oh, I, I think really didn't. I, didn't. I think it's a good little mystery. I don't uh, know. It, it's a slow burn, is what it is. It's not high action. It's not you know. There's Elizabeth Shue isn't like over sexualized or anything in the film. I just That's thought it was a good movie. <laughs> I got a crush. What you looking at there, Ken? Spies like us, thirty-two percent, fifty-six percent audience score. I agree. What is, audience what score is the matter with people? Higher. I agree with that. Come on, you didn't like spies like us? No, not really. What? I thought it was over the top, to be honest. What's the picture? I, thought it was over I was looking time. at that because I was looking at Air America, which I, I don't know if that truly is a mystery, but Air America was another one that I kind of like. Yeah. I actually liked Air America. Yeah. All Excellent. right. Up to the next ones. This I had a hard time with this one. It's romance? What's the romance category. Yeah. Because um, even know. the ones I immediately thought of, I'm like, nope, that's score too high, score too high, score too high. Tell you, no, Empire you, Records has been my romance section. See, I, I had a hard time placing that of where to put it. 
but uh, I think it could live definitely in romance as well. But would you put uh, those snappy teenage movies in? Like she's all that. Is that a romance? I was looking at yeah. I looked at some of those. Yeah. You know, yeah, it is technically on that level. Uh, the first one I came up with was called Valentine's Day, which was done in the same time as like Love Actually, where it was like vignettes of people, yeah, and they all kind of tie together. Was that good? I liked it. Mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, like most Why of the stories <laughs> in there, I was like, yeah, most of the stories, I'm like, okay, uh, you know. Scarlett Johansson plays the other woman uh, to I remember uh, shoot. What's his name? Um, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper's, you know, and you watch and you're like, it's compelling enough to watch. I mean, yeah, yeah. that that was my kind of take on it. This is like, this is good enough to watch. Yeah. So, but it didn't score well. No. What do you got, Ken? My first one, uh, I guess it technically could be a comedy, but. There was romance in it. Is um, so this movie came out in 1985. Has a young Jim Carrey in it. It's called Once, Once Bitten. Bitten. Yes, that yeah. would fit in fantasy as well. I guess uh, it would. Yeah, yeah. I oh, is that when he turns into a vampire? Not quite. Almost. But yes. Almost. He gets his first bite, but he never gets the second bite, which actually makes him a full vampire. Oh, I thought it was three. He needed three. Was it three? Maybe. Yeah. It was- he gets the first one. Then he gets the second one in like a dressing room or like a changing yeah. room. And then they they block the the third one because he has the sex. Yeah, he, he has the sex with I don't even know her name, but I thought she was smoking hot in that film. <laughs> it was uh, Karen Coppins. That was Robin Pierce, right? Karen yeah. Coppins. Lauren Hutton was the was the was the countess. Yep. Yeah, Karen Coppins. I think was the and I, the I had nothing. No, uh, no feelings towards the vampire s at all. The the succubus. I was like, nope, going for the brunette. <laughs> yeah, that was my that was my top one. But that was yeah, that was like one of his first films where he was still doing like the rubber face kind of kind of stuff, and yeah, which he did for the next thirty years. That's true. You got one, John. I do. Do you guys remember Mannequin? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Thank you for bringing this up because I just got out of Cruella and the way they, there's a moment in there and I was like, holy shit, is this just going to be a mannequin ripoff? Because she does like a window dressing kind of like she's in, she's in the, this high end London, you know, shopping or department store. Okay. And she's like, she's a, uh, more or less a janitor and she's trying to break break into fashion design and they're not letting her. And she's there with late one night, she raids a liquor cabinet and then she completely redoes this window treatment. And she wakes up the next day, kind of hung over with this new window dressing that is drawing all this kind of attention. And I was like, Holy shit, this is mannequin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It goes off the rails after that. But, uh, yeah, I had that moment. I was like, that, that's funny. That movie popped in my head twice today. I was like, "Fucking mannequin, really?" Mannequin. I remember that. I, I even liked Mannequin too. On the move. On the move. <laughs> it was Kim Cattrall and Christy Mann- Swanson was the mannequin in the second. In the second one, yes, and I remember that because I was following Christy Swanson from Buffy. Yeah, Buffy the Vampire. I'm like, "Ooh, she's got another movie out." Um, 
uh, who was Jonathan Switzer? Who was that? that? Was Andrew McCarthy. Andrew McCarthy. Yeah, and he was one of the Brack Pack. But yep. And yep. James Spader was also in there doing a little. Uh, they did a little. Uh, oh, hey, let's like get back together after uh, Pretty in Pink. <laughs> yeah. James Spader. James Spader. Yeah. Ultron. All right. Uh, I guess it's up to me. Uh, my second one is. I liked it because we were like in the midst of having kids at the time is what to expect when you're expecting. Uh, okay. It, more or less a bad film, but it's hilarious because, uh, what is her name? Married to, uh, Judd Apatow. Oh, uh, I love her. I love uh, her. I, Laura, it's wrong. Wrong person. Wrong person. I'm sorry. Oh, no. It's Elizabeth Banks. Um, oh, oh. Okay. Elizabeth Banks, what I love about her story is like she's this pregnancy expert, but she's never been pregnant. And so when she gets pregnant, she's expecting it to be this just beautiful process. And, the glow, <laughs> and it's totally the opposite where she's got the sweats, the acne, the hemorrhoids, the morning sickness. <laughs> and it was just, I don't know, the way they did it, I thought was funny. But a lot of, a lot of people in that movie. Cameron Diaz, Jennifer Lopez, Elizabeth yeah, Franks, Chase Crawford. Brooke Decker, Anna Kendrick. I forgot she was in there. But mm. Joel Manganiello. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Uh, I got I got one. What do you got? What do you got? Not the lowest, but a seven percent on Rotten Tomato. Really? Uh, how could you, you not love cocktail? You know, oh, I had yeah. that on my list. I did. did. And I took it off because I, I was like, for some reason, I, I didn't know if it really would count as a romance film. <laughs> but, where else would you put it? I mean, you know. Yeah, I don't know where else. But yeah, that was on my list. Cocktail was on my list. I love that movie. Brian Benben. Right? It's Brian Benben? Brian Benben? Is it Brian Benben? No. No, no, it's not. Brian uh, uh, Brian Brown. Brian Brown, yeah. Aussie. Brian from F from the FX movies. FX, yeah. From FX and FX too. I don't know what you guys are talking about. FX. Oh, oh you haven't seen FX? That's where him and Brian Denny. That, that's oh where yeah. He, where he yeah. Oh, he's he a special effects a, artist. Puts on a suit and beats a guy up with a robot. With a clown. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, with the clown. that's right. I remember that now. I remember running that scene back twice to watch it because I was laughing my ass off. It was hilarious. Yeah. It's fun. Um I don't have anything else for, for love. For romance. All right. Uh my next one is Along Came Polly. That's that's actually pretty low. But I thought it was pretty funny. Him him it's all slaps it's Ben Stiller doing slapstick. Is that the one is um Philip Seymour Hoffman in that one? That yes. Yeah. yeah. Two thousand four. <laughs> like the whole Indian food scene I thought was Yeah. I sure I thought it was great. Yeah. Oh, I always thought that that was he was trying to do a sequel to Everybody Lo- Knows Loves Mary or Everybody Knows Mary, whatever something that about Mary, something, something about Mary. It's in the same vein, but it's not connected. Right? Wasn't Polly? Wasn't she? That, that's Jennifer Aniston, right? She had a ferret. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. No, a lot, a lot of gross out humor in that one. That just yeah. it didn't hit for a lot of people. But I, I don't know. You liked it? I laughed. <laughs> I laughed at it. Yeah, there was some five. Like I said, Philip Seymour Hoffman to me was hilarious. Yeah, the basketball when he played when he was playing basketball. 
I got, got I got another one that's kind of skirts between comedy and romance, but uh, just one of the guys. Oh, oh see, I was thinking about that one too. Johnny, uh, Johnny, um, the guy from Karate Kid was in that. He was the yep. bully in that one too. Yep, yep, yep. He, he was, was William Zabka. He was Greg Tolan in that one. Yeah, and he had a thing for lifting tables, right? You lift tables. Yeah. Got everybody. <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And by far one uh, influential flashing scene for me as a young man. Uh, right up there with Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Absolutely. Abs- abs- yeah. When she just whips those puppies out and you're like, oh my, how were you hiding those things? Yeah. <laughs> she, was, yeah. she was chesty. And I remember <laughs> watching it like well, the first time I watched it, it was like three in the afternoon. We're watching HBO in like the middle of summer. Mom's home. That scene comes on, and she's like, "It is three in the afternoon, and they're putting this on TV." And my brother and I are like, "Yep." <laughs> one and, of my fa- and she was and she was great. But one of my favorite things about that movie was Billy Jane. He played the brother. I thought he oh, was yeah. hilarious. Buddy Griffith uh, didn't like that. Was, that was his peak, right? I think he did a couple episodes of like Twenty One Jump Street or something. But that was uh, that was that was his peak. <clears throat> It's a shame. All right. right. So my last of the romance, uh, 36% tomato meter, 50% audience score, John Cusack and uh, shoot, John Cusack. How is it? And Diane Diane Lane. um, Must love dogs. Oh. And. It's not bad. It's a cute little film. Um, let's see. John Cusack, Elizabeth Perkins is in it. Um, they're both divorcees just trying to find love again. But Christopher Plummer's in there. He's pretty funny. And there's, I got I to gotta look up to see who this is. Uh, let's see if she's even listed. There's a scene where John Cusack is out on a date. And he takes this airheaded woman to go see Dr. Shivago. And uh, they come out of the theater and they run into Diane Land. And this is after they've like been together and broken up and before they get back together again. And she's like, oh, you saw Dr. Shivago? She's like, oh, I love that movie in the air. It's like, oh, my God, why? It's so <laughs> depressing. And people are just cold all the time. And just that scene alone, it cracks me up. <laughs> but it's a cute movie. I like it. It is a cute movie. I do remember that one. That is a cute movie. One I was gonna, one I was gonna mention, but it was a little too high. Was a secret of my secret of my success. Oh, see, I like that movie too. Do you remember yeah. that one, John? That's Michael J. Fox, right? Michael J. Fox. Yeah. It's a great one. I loved it. It was a great. A, one. a good double feature for that one would be Working Girl. Yeah. 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 yeah absolutely. Right. All right. All right. All right. So we're on to our last category here, which is thriller. And for you, if you're wondering where I got these categories from, I really just Googled yeah. popular movie categories and these were the top ones. So yeah, I could have added in, I could have broken out fantasy into sci-fi and blah, 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 but I didn't. So uh, first up for thriller, and I like this one is cellular with Kim Bassinger and oh yeah that was a great one chris evans chris evans yeah jason statham yeah i mean 
That's a great you know, movie. Or, or it's a little dated because the cell phone technology is obviously not what it was when that was made. Right. Um, but it's, I mean, and it's one of those movies that I was surprised because I was like, this Chris Evans guy, the only thing I had seen him in at that point was not an, not another teen movie. Not another teen movie. And I was like, oh, this guy, what's he going to be? I'm like, oh, oh, he's, he's pretty good. He can, he can act. So that's, that's why that one made my list. Okay. So you got a thriller, Ken? I, I do. It's close. It's skirting the line of, of being off. So uh, basic instinct. I, I, I'll admit the only reason I was remotely saw that movie was because I was a horny. Right. Kid. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> That's but, the reason I watched it. But the story I, itself is actually pretty good. You know what? I didn't I have know to there go was back a story. Because I have no idea what the story <laughs> itself is. I it's all no about this, this woman who, you know, they, there's this woman out there killing her lovers and and it just happens to match up with a book that's been written by this woman that he goes to talk about about this process and and it happens to be her and she seduces him and and it's it's actually a pre now granted the white dress <laughs> scene is fantastic but the story itself isn't bad yeah I I think that totally the story itself totally gets lost in the controversy of that well, scene for for our. Yeah. For our age, yes. Yeah. Yes. For our, our age, I, yes. When that came highly out. Highly parodied scene. I remember that. Wow. And I remember actually having to sit in the front row of that one. <laughs> oh, really? Because it was, it was so packed. I bet. Yes, in the front row, I was like this. <laughs> Total. Obscure. I enjoyed every minute of her. Well, I remember watching it on VHS and... I literally, you know, the scene comes and goes and I'm like, did I blink? I missed it. I must have missed it because I didn't see anything. What part? During the white dress scene. Oh, the white dress scene. Yeah, you know the part that freaked me out is the first time I actually, I was introduced to rough sex. It was the first time where he like, he had that psychiatrist that was like his friend. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he just yeah. comes into her house and just starts basically yeah. attacking her. And I'm like, oh, oh, he's a, he's, he's mean. Oh, wait a minute. I don't. Nope, she's liking it. Like, oh, she likes this. What's going yeah. on? Yeah, it's the first time I was ever introduced to rough sex. Well, it's the first time I looked at Gene Triplehorn in a different way too. Yes, there you go. Oh, oh she yeah. is kind of, uh, there you go. Dang. All right, uh, Johnny, you got one? I do. I do. This is this was a mystery to me because I didn't know who the killer was. Uh, it's an old one. Um. And it right on the border. It was a forty-five percent fifty for audience. Was Runaway with Gene, <laughs> with Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck and, and Gene. Uh, what's his last name? What's Gene's last name? From Gene Simmons. Yes. Yeah, Gene yeah. Simmons. Yeah, Gene Simmons. Yes. Robot spiders. Those little robot spiders yep. and the bullets scared that were heat signature or something like that. Remember yeah, that bullet. Yeah. Bullet scared me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the that bullets was... that would. Yeah, they were like they were heat. They were like heat seeking or heat seeking bullets or something like that. I was yeah. scared of that movie as a kid, yeah. but but yeah, yeah. Uh, next up for me is a movie. I don't know if you guys have even heard of because it's twenty two percent tomato meter, thirty percent audience. 
Bruce Willis, 1994, Color striking of Night. Distance. No, Color of Night. Color of Night. I wow, did like Striking Distance as well, though. I, I thought yes. that was a good movie. I wonder what yes. that's. Color I of Night like is is uh, it became famous because he uh, you, you get a little little peek at his pee pee. You know, oh, in really? a pool scene. Yep, and a little swimming scene. It kind of flaps on the screen there for a millisecond. Um, I like it ends up being like a, a split personality kind of story, yes. but yeah, and there's <laughs> it's there is a ton of sex in this film. And yes. in '94, I was working at a video store, and I got like the screener copy, and I watched it, and I was like, well, actually, the story is really good. And I remember I took it to a party. Um, where it was like a movie watching party and like all the girls that were there were like, you're a fucking pervert. Like, why would you bring this? Movie? I'm like, no, no, no. Just hear me out. Just read this articles, the, read the articles. Well, I'm just like the, the, the actual mystery is good. So forget about that part. Let's just watch. And at the end, they're like, okay, yeah, the mystery was pretty good, but still, no, still, I, 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 still not a good I, move to take that movie. <laughs> I disagree with all of that. The only part, best part was sex. that was a stupid movie. I still liked it. But it was really stupid. If you actually if you actually listen to the plot, it's ridiculous. It it's is. a stupid plot. It's he goes to visit a friend who gets killed, and then he decides to no. just live in that guy's house and start running his no, practice. No, 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 he's he he has a breakdown because he's a therapist, right? And his patient commits suicide, right? And so then, yeah, he goes lives in his friend's house after his friend is murdered. Is his friend murdered? Yes, his friend gets right murdered, and he ends up living in the house, and ends up like taking over that guy's patience. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's a stupid fucking. You're right. Plot. You're right. <laughs> All right. What else you guys got? But there's sex in it, so that's appreciated at that age. Well, at thrillers, it's all about sex, right? I mean, that's what my next. Yeah, right. Is. Yeah. Oh. There you go. And working at a video store in the '90s. Yeah. I mean, just the stream of like. Was it Tawny Sweeten or well, there was Tawny Katane, but then there Tawny was Katane. there was this one blonde woman who was just in a slew of like bad thriller films, and it was just all like all about her getting naked. Well, yeah, I'll, that, I'll have to look up and see who that. That was is. Jane March too from from The Color of Night. She did a Sharon lot Stone. Yeah, Sharon Stone is another one. <laughs> That's what she was known for. Let's get her. Let's get her naked. Yeah. Uh, my next thriller is uh, again. It was having difficulty finding low ones because when you've got that much sex, people tend to like it. But uh, <laughs> disco- disclosure: another Michael Douglas. Oh, oh anymore. I, that was like a hidden gem. That's a that's a Michael Crichton. Yep. Oh, that's with Demi Moore. Demi Moore, yeah. Yep. yep. Demi- Where she was the boss. Yes. Who comes on to him? Yes. And it's they they got the whole uh, computers again. It's all about he's a. A computer guy, and they built this this 3D system where you can go yeah. into the files, and they're there. And and they sold it as as it was this reverse sexual harassment, right? Which is what they called it at the time. It's just sexual harassment now, either way. But um, they sold it like that was the actual plot, and then they snuck in this actually really cool corporate espionage plot right. to it. Yeah, and. I, I actually listened to, there's a great podcast uh, called How Did This Get Made? And they covered that one. And I, yeah, that was a good episode where they're like, this is actually a pretty good movie. You know, it, you, once you get past the 
the ham acting of Demi Moore and <laughs> just everything else. But yeah, yeah. It, that bad. Yeah, I don't have a I don't have another one. Skip. Okay. Uh, after Color of Night, now not the remake, but the original Korean film, Old Boy. That didn't get good. Uh... Yeah, I was gonna say that. I, you know, you know what? I'm gonna look it up again because that was on one of those lists. That... The old one probably didn't. I mean, the old, the the new one probably didn't get a good reviews. You know what? I kind of wonder if they didn't mix it. Okay, yeah, the the original actually has really great reviews. Yeah, uh, eighty one and ninety four. But I think they they had the they had the uh, the cover art or the movie poster for the original, and I think because I had it done as like a you know in the thirties. But I think that's what the remake is. Yeah, the Josh Brolin one's at thirty nine. Yeah. So, what did still, you think of that? Because I know you were a big fan of the first one. What did you think of that one with Brolin? Correct. Terrible. It was terrible. Yeah. I mean, it was a terrible remake. I don't know why he ever did it. And to me, it's one of those things where you're like, don't remake movies that don't need to be remade. I mean, yeah, that I was just an absolute money grab. And the original old boy. They couldn't even come close to the scenes that they had in that one where the guy's eating a live octopus on camera. Right. You know, they just, you couldn't do that in an American film. No. Yeah. So, any so, more thrillers? I mean, Striking Distance was the other one I was thinking about. Striking, I like that. <laughs> I, I actually like, like that movie. Yeah. Do too. Yeah. I like that movie. Uh, the last one I have, and I want to make sure it's. Also correct, yeah. It's at a 47% tomato meter, 60% audience score. Uh, it's a new one, 2020, underwater. With I like that. Did you, what did you say? You liked it? I liked it, yes. Yeah, I thought it was a good film. Have you heard of it, Ken? I have not seen that one yet, no. Well, it you'll like is, it, Ken. You'll see it. Yeah, it, it. Um, it's a sci-fi, like, underwater like like underwater mining facilities. So they are deep okay. underwater. Think like abyss type level. And the film opens up with an earthquake and this underwater facility is imploding. Yes. And people are just running for their lives. And it does I felt that it did a really good job um of having incorporating that that claustrophobic yeah. feeling being yeah. underwater and the darkness and the cold and the wet. So Kristen Stewart. Yeah. TJ Miller. Yeah. Vincent Cassell. I like him. Yeah. You should watch it. It's a good, I'm not going to ruin it for you, but it's a good one. I liked it. Yeah. It ended yeah, up I just being a very good film for me. just wanted to throw out, I had two of them and I, now I'm guessing that the uh, audience score is higher on this, but no, uh, the tomato rating was, low on this uh the shooter with mark Wahlberg. really i low? thought that was fantastic movie yeah well they made a tv series out of it because yeah. of it yeah. i thought it was popular yeah i don't know what the... yeah 47 percent tomato meter 80 percent for the audience okay, so the audience sense. liked it yeah audience oh. liked it. so hey wait while you're there greg this is the yep. last one for me sure. sahara i actually really like <laughs> i almost better put that than on my Indiana list jones or anything like that but um, Ken, you don't know there. My wife prefers that over any other Indiana Jones movie. She loves Sahara. I think we talked about this at one oh, point. We, okay, yeah, there, okay. Yeah. I believe your response was you should leave her. Um, what's the, what's the other one with, um, 
uh, what's his the the sidekick's name? Zahn, uh, Steve Zahn. The getaway where they're on Hawaii, that one. Is it the one where where he pretends to be somebody else? Yeah, yeah. Like, that that was one where you thought no, that was actually that was a good. That's a good mystery one. The getaway. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Where Steve Zahn and I think it's Mila Jova, the girl that's always in Resident Evil. Mila Jovovich. Yes. And um, and what's his name from um. He yes. was just, he was he was Olaf wearing Boba Fett's outfit in yeah Timothy Oliphant yeah thank you really yeah, yeah. I love Chris that. Hemsworth is in there too uh, he's that one like guy in the beginning that you're like oh that guy's trouble that's right and then he yeah. gets like, killed immediately yes oh. yes uh, what was it called again the getaway I thought getaway is it a 90s film no it was right around the same time as Sahara so huh. yeah it would have been late 90s early 2000s. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, um, Steve Zahn. Sahara, Sahara was a 38% tomato meter, 53%. Ah, damn it. Okay. A perfect getaway. A perfect getaway. That's it. Yes. Oh, wait. Maybe I have seen that. I like that. that Me movie. too. I had no idea it was going to go the way it went. Right. Yes. 2009. And yes. that was, that one got. Yeah. So it was it was pretty well liked by critics, but and I like that movie. I mean, too, you know I what? Thought... Steve Zahn doesn't get enough love. No, Absolutely he doesn't. Not. No, he doesn't. Absolutely, and he had such range too. Yeah, like, this movie, he 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 goes across the board, and ends, well, I'm not going to tell you if you're going to watch it, but he he has range in here. But then he did um, uh, uh, the Diary of a Wimpy Kid, where he played the dad, and and. Daddy Daycare, where he's in there, he's the goofy guy. He can do goofy, he can do serious. He's got good range. He can. Yeah. He's got great range. Uh, for a thriller that I like, and again, got no love, it was Richard Gere and Topher Grace, The Double. I don't know. I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's a 21% tomato meter, 33% yeah. audience score. But Topher Grace pulling a serious, uh, it's all about uh, rooting out double agents in D.C., Oh wow! Like Russian double agents, and it was a fantastic film. Wow, I might have to check that out. I never yeah, heard. I it. thought it was good. Yeah, so, Martin Sheen. That's. So I do remember that one. I, well, I, I can give it another try. What was the other one with um, Richard Gere? That uh, the Jackal. Oh, I like the Jackal. Me too. Replace the uh, yeah. With Bruce Willis is the Jackal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, came out. Uh, there was another one, The Assassins, with Antonio Banderas, and wasn't that uh, that was Sylvester Stallone? Sylvester yeah, Stallone, was yeah. I don't know that if it was panned. I remember oh. liking it. Well, I... The Jackal is twenty three and fifty two. Okay, what's uh, Assassins? Assassins uh, ninety five. Uh, yeah, nineteen ninety five. That came out sixteen percent and forty five for audience. Wow, I like that movie. That was a good movie. Yeah, I oh, do too. Wow, Kiss the Girls was pan too. Kiss the Girls is great. Yeah, that was a good that was Ash, Ashley Judd. Yeah, Ashley Judd and Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. He, it's an Alex Cross novel. Yeah, yeah, fantastic movie. They got me too because I didn't know who it was. I'm falling down the. I'm falling down the. Yeah, this water. is a rabbit hole. Black, you can go down Black Rain. Quick. Black Rain was the other one I was thinking of. I didn't I like Black Rain. 
You didn't like Black Rain? No, I didn't. I I don't know why. I didn't. I gotta watch I it again. I can't. I know the movie. I can see certain scenes in my head, but I can't remember. Yakuza. Michael Douglas being all Michael Douglasy with his mullet, half almost mullet, going crazy. <laughs> with Yakuza. See, and that uh, Black Rain makes me think Rising Sun. Which I like. Connery and Snipes, 33% tomato meter, 40%. Seriously? Yeah. Rising Sun, dude? Is that another is that another uh Michael right. Crichton? Yeah, that's, that's right. another Michael Crichton. Yeah. Computer intrigue and yeah. And what's her name? What was her? There she is. There's a picture of her right there. Tia Carrera. Tia Carrera, thank you. Oh man. Yeah. Yep, that was well and actually blitz, man. Ballroom blitz. Thought we Indeed. thought about this. We talked about this last uh we did, we did. We talked about Showdown in Little Tokyo. Yeah. And uh, actually, I think that was the that was the that movie was... that made me even think of doing this episode. Because I was like, I like that movie, but not a lot of people like that movie. Oh. And yeah. I wanted to know Showdown in Little Tokyo, Dolph Lundgren, Brandon Lee. Yep. Yep. Kerry Tagawa, who is fantastic in everything he does. Everything. Um, 33% tomato meter, 51% audience score. Seriously. And that was the film that made me look at Dolph Lundgren and go, because before that we saw Dolph Lundgren as the boxer, as uh, Ivan Drago. Mm-hmm. We saw him as He-Man. And then when he came out with this and you're like, that dude can fucking move. Like he is a kickboxer. And then you realize that he's a championship kickboxer, yeah. an Olympian. Yeah. Right. And, you're, and also a... Uh, not a road scholar, but like a yeah, he's weird. I mean, some kind of super time. genius. Yeah, he, he should have been a Street Fighter. He should have been. Yeah, yeah. He should have been Jean Claude Van Damme's role in Street Fighter. Obviously. He um, he, actually, I would have preferred him being M Bison because the guy they got for M Bison just I didn't understand that uh, movie. Oh, Raul Julia. Raul yeah, Julia. He didn't like his last. No, no, what? I don't. I I don't have a problem with him. I have a oh, problem with him being in that role. Right. That's right. It was poor casting, and unfortunately, that was the last film he made. But yes, and yeah, part of the reason he looks so emaciated is because he's like he was dying, literally yeah. dying of cancer as he was making that film. Yes, yeah. yes. So, but anyway, all well, right, man. Should bring us to the end of our list. This has yeah. been a blast. This has been a blast. Um, yeah, we we should uh, talk movies more. Uh, Greg, you have to actually tell us uh, when we off the air, and then maybe a little. I don't know. Do a little something on instagram about what you thought of cruella okay yeah i can all put right. out a little, little all right routine. so uh ken any last words so many bad movies that are just fun to watch people don't 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 discount them because the critics think they're bad yeah i agree with you i would also challenge our audience to re-watch movies you thought were either good yeah. or re-watch movies that you thought were bad Absolutely. See what happens. Absolutely. Greg? You know what? When you're going through your week and you're running into people and either you're talking movies or not, just remember, be nice to each other and don't be a douche. Truer words have never been spoken. All right. I think there's your opening to the show. That's our closing to the show. That's all about closing. (laughs) (laughs) So for Ken, the Greg, this is Johnny. Everybody, thank you for listening for a two-hour extravaganza on... Movies that suck, but we don't think so. So, everybody, take care. Podcast out.